I'm Aaron Zimola, and you are watching Marketing Tip Tea Time. Today is the fifth episode of season four, and with me is Miss Sherry Christensen. I'm going to have to, she was my former teacher, actually, all through high school. I had her all four years in some capacity, so it's going to take me a lot of practice, a lot more than just now, to start saying Sherry instead of Miss Christensen. But today we're going to dive in with her about what it takes really to bridge the gap between education and the real world and what students should be doing to prepare themselves while they're in high school, while they're in higher ed, to actually get to the places that they want to be. Coming from someone who has 20 plus years experience <laughs> in the marketing world and then transitioned to be a teacher. But before we dive in with Miss Christensen, I am going to thank our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Whole Brain Consulting. Whole Brain Consulting is an outsourced operations consultancy that specializes in the consumer products industry, providing solutions catered to your needs. Services include QA, QC, supply chain, operations, logistics, R&D, and private equity due diligence. We also thank Color World. Color World is your one-stop shop for everything anime. From metal bookmarks to tees to hangouts with voice mm -hmm. actors, Color World is the place to grab something for yourself or for a friend. Go to colorworldlive.com for more information. And I'm gonna drum roll in the air here because we have a really, really sensitive microphone. That's good. It's gonna sound like explosions if I do it on the table. But I'm going to now introduce Sherry Christensen through her bio. Sherry Christensen worked in the marketing industry for 20 plus years before becoming a high school marketing and business teacher, eventually ending up at Greeley West High School, where she taught me. <laughs> she is currently retired from teaching, but working as a part-time substitute teacher, volunteering as a court-appointed special advocate for abused and neglected children, and she is also the creator of lifestyle blog and brand, Living Life Retired. You can check that out at livingliferetired.com. And here we go. We've got Miss Christensen herself. Ta-da. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, are you excited to be? She's, I am. She's in the studio, obviously, in Greeley. Um, she lives in Greeley yes. now. And we're in the same, we're in the same area. So, uh, yeah, very, very, very exciting. Uh, first, what we're going to do, though, before we dive into all of your wealth of knowledge, the most important part of the show, the tea. Miss Christensen, Sherry, wanted us to get Earl Grey, so we picked we we picked up especially for her uh, Earl Grey Rishi. Thank you again to Rishi, who has helped us tremendously in past shows. Picked this up at Natural Grocers, and we are gonna go ahead and try it out. I'm gonna, you know, their packaging's always just so flawless. And when you buy from Rishi, you get these beautiful pyramid tea bags, which actually helps in the infusing process. So I'm gonna go ahead and take a pour here. And actually, I'm supposed to pour the guests first. So that's the that's what we'll go first. I know you saw the tea cam a little early. That's all right. And then we'll get. Look at that color. Oh, everything oh, fell in. Oh, Aaron. Look, Look at, at that. Spin though. I know. That's pretty cool. Spin actually. That's pretty cool. That tea. was pretty sweet. That's yeah, pretty. It was. We'll fish that out later. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap mine around the the handle here. Just hold on to it. There we go. All right. And then and now we got the tea cam going. Oh, that looks cool. That is very cool. That looks great. All right. Wow. Perfect. Wow, that 
looks really good. Now, mm-hmm. your whole thing fell in. It did. That's all right. You can... Uh, it's organic. Do do with that what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm going to go ahead and take a sip here. Let's, let's try the tea. Reminds me of old Broadmoor days. Oh, the Broadmoor. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. The Broadmoor. If you haven't been there, go. Mmm. Mmm. Very hot. Perfect. But very good. Oh, my. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Now we're going to dive in, now that you've watched us have this tea fiasco. We'll dive in uh-huh. with Sherry here. So how did... Okay, real quick, just how'd you end up at Greeley West? What was what was that like? Well, I had volunteered in schools for a very long time uh, while I worked, and um, just loved being with young people. And so I kind of had the opportunity... You have actually had students ask me all the time, why are you volunteering? Why, why aren't you doing yeah. this for money? And so I went back to college. I went back to CSU and got oh, some CSU. teaching classes nice. in, even though I had my bachelor's was in business management. And I became a high school teacher. Wow. And did you just go straight into West? Yes. Okay. Yes. Amazing. And that's then where we met. Yes, She was exactly. my teacher my mm-hmm. freshman year. Mm-hmm. And then I had three years, no, four, four years worth of DECA yes, with, with right. her as well. Yeah. So we're going to dive in. Rapid fire questions. This is one of the most fun parts in my opinion. I'm going to say <laughs> this or that and you pick one. Okay. No explanation. Nothing okay. needed. Just boom, boom, right. boom, boom. All right. Coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. Okay. Print or digital media? Can I pick both? Ooh, yeah, you could. Yeah, if you wanted to. As you can see, I have print here, (laughs) but it came from media. Right, right. Yes. Yeah. So I do prefer both. DECA or FBLA? Well, that's an easy one. DECA, for sure. Really? Wow. Much more interactive. Much more (laughs) fun. Yes. Oh, my. Okay, so... We have better dances. DECA did have great dances. (laughs) Yes. Oh, those state dances were like a rave. Right. They were big. They were, they were and they big and they were loud. They were loud. They were mm-hmm. great. Yeah, mm-hmm. the t- not so many of the teachers liked them, but I think yeah, the students had a did, great though. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your career in the marketing industry before you became a teacher. What was that like? What were you doing? Well, I worked in both public and private organizations and learned a lot from both of those, um, mostly behind the scenes. Uh, customer service kinds of things, a lot of communication with newsletters at that time, you know, paper ones. Yeah. And doing promotions, budgets, helping with the bottom line as far as, you know, keeping expenses down and maximizing profit. And uh, worked in banking and HR. I worked at a medical school for a while. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, in HR. That was really fun. And worked in a couple of law firms and at a couple of schools or school districts. So, yeah. Wow. Variety. A variety of things. Mm-hmm. And how long were you in that 20-plus years in the, mm-hmm. in the professional world? Yeah, so as soon as I graduated from high school, I went right into yeah. working, but then also went to school at night and took okay. vocational classes, uh, entrepreneurship. And, okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes on professional because technically any work is professional, even if you're a teacher. So that's why I'm, <laughs> that's why like I'm doing that. air quotes on that. Not that it's not professional, but that every, every work is professional. Yes. So then why did you decide to transition from the the privatized world to mm-hmm. the education world. Mm-hmm. Well, it was kind of a decision I had to make for the family. 
my uh, my husband at the time worked for IBM and mm. spent a lot of hours at the office, 60, 70 hours a week when you're in the corporate world. And right. to me, family was really, really important. So I decided to go into the teaching end, which I had mm. volunteered in, work mm-hmm. with students. It would fit more with my daughter's schedule, um, going through school, having summers off, long, right. long Christmas vacation, that kind of thing. So, right. Um, but I could still bring my love of business and marketing um, to students and keep me up on what's going on in the world. So wow, it worked out great. It that's, wasn't really a transition. That's prompt. fantastic. It was melding the two together. Okay, so you brought them both together mm-hmm. so that you could really sort of follow your passion mm-hmm. in that. Wow. And bring that to students. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so in in that uh, you know finding that melding how did that work out did the did the meld work for you or <laughs> it did uh especially with deca i think and right. uh, but you know the fun thing about teaching marketing uh as opposed to and not to take anything away from the math field but i couldn't imagine teaching algebra one every single day miss burke if you're out there i know right <laughs> sorry but uh, and that's needed. That's needed. I'm not saying that. I just don't think I could do that because my, I like staying current on business and marketing um, happenings, events, right. and whatnot. And do you remember the first the first thing that you showed us our freshman year of oh, class? Oh gosh, I do you remember not what that was? Sure. What it, was it? it was a song that you played. Okay, which one? Was it was it? by. I a lot of music. It was um, some nights by Fun. Some nights I wake up cashing in my bad luck. <laughs> That's not copyright infringement, by the way. Um, <laughs> it was less than 10 seconds. So yeah, know. exactly. Yes. And I was out of tune. So right. it's, oh, no, that's um, right. Yeah, that was the first thing you showed us. And you said, mm-hmm. one of the most important things that you can take away from this class mm-hmm. is staying current. Mm-hmm. And your exact words were, I'll never remember this. You'll never forget it. You said, yeah, I'll never, for- I'll never forget this. I'll never forget what. Yes. I'm going to reenact it, all right? Okay. You said, if an old lady like me can keep up with this, mm-hmm. then you have no excuse. Mm-hmm. And that's what you told the class. Really? I don't remember that, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's and you okay. weren't really that old either. So we were all kind of like, But I am now. Huh. So. <laughs> yeah, we, we were all like, oh, huh, okay. Well, it's just yeah. kind of part of the passion, I think, yeah. of business and marketing. It is always changing, where Algebra yes. 1 is never changing, is was, was my point. And, true, uh, true, so that's, that's true. That's why I... It becomes your passion once you get involved right, in it. Yes. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And just keeping up to date mm-hmm. with things. That's really yes. what you're... Okay, mm-hmm. that's... What would you say is the... Maybe the number one thing that... If you could categorize what people should be paying attention to, what's the thing that they should be up to date on the most? Wow, that's interesting. Um, one thing that I see a lot uh, going on is people on their phones all the time. And I get that with the technology, but the number one thing I think to really focus on is face-to-face relationships. And yes, networking, I mean, how are Aaron and I sitting here doing this podcast if yep. we didn't stay in touch? We didn't have built that relationship right, way exactly. back then. 
Um, it's benefited both of us. Oh, yeah. And, I believe. Probably me more. And but... um, <laughs> I don't know about that. But <laughs> anyway, I just, I think just really focusing on the people you hang out with be in being present with that person rather than right. just texting and whatnot. Really focus on face-to-face -face relationships with people of from all walks of life, all ages. You can learn from everyone. Everyone yeah. has something to give. And I think that's the number one thing to really focus on. Oh, that's perfect. Mm -hmm. That's perfect. I like that a lot. And that's marketing, is it not? Exactly. It's relationships. It, that's, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Relationships. And we've heard that time mm -hmm. and time again. If you've been watching Marketing Tip Tea Time and you haven't gotten the memo that relationships are important, here's another time yes. <laughs> where we're, we're directly telling you. Yep. And so working in the private business world mm -hmm. and then in the education world, mm -hmm. what do you think that students should pay attention to in education like what 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 are the things that they should build the skills and how big is the discrepancy between education and the real world like how can students fill this gap hmm. loaded question <laughs> things have really changed a lot since when I when I first started teaching we had um, when I was teaching business and marketing we had this huge uh, area that I don't believe really exists too much anymore. And that's where we had business leaders um, and owners come in from the community mm -hmm. and meet with us, the, us meaning teachers, and once a month. And we would go over what's important in the business world, what should we be focusing on in our classrooms with students, yeah. uh, what skills do they need. And if I remember right, most of the time they said, focus on the soft skills, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm which again is relationship building, that type of thing. What about time management? Uh, time management, time absolutely. Management. A um, willingness to learn and flexibility? Of course, yes. Perfect. Building your confidence, uh, meeting people, yes. how to greet people, just the politeness of that, being professional. Yep. Um, we had a, a hand a handshaking yeah. workshop, I believe. <laughs> we did. And we had we? the, there was the, you know, the people that come in like yes. this. All the, yes. I don't know if you've ever... I forgot about a, that. Yeah. I went around the room and shook hands with every student and they would laugh and they were so embarrassed and but that's the first part of a relationship is making that first contact with someone and right. it's almost always a handshake whether right. it's an interview or whatever. So, um I've forgotten about that Aaron. We even learned how to tie ties in my class. We did. And, um, <laughs> we did. We did. All those practical things. I that. wish we would have learned how to tie bow ties. Oh. Because I got a bow tie uh -huh. for a party yes. once, mm. and I spent an hour and a half learning how to tie that. Did you bow do a tie. YouTube video? I did a YouTube yes. video, yes. and I got lost for an hour before yes. I could figure it out. Yeah. We didn't have YouTube videos, I don't think, when I first started teaching. So I brought right. in ties from uh, like the Ark or something mm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. gave out ties to Kit. And even the girls said, well, why do I have to learn how to tie a tie? And I said, because someday you might have a boyfriend or a husband that doesn't know how to tie a tie and you'll have to do it for him. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so I had the girls yeah. learn how to That's tie true. ties. That's so true. anyway, wow. yes. Wow. Did that answer your question? It did answer okay, my good. question. And, you know, just dipping our toes a little bit <laughs> into the into the really loaded question. Uh-oh. Let me um, take a sip here. Just... You know, how big is the discrepancy between curriculum and the real world? Mm. And you, you could just say big if you want. I kind of <laughs> forgot you, that part of the if question. If you wanted, yeah. 
I um, I find it pretty big, I think, because we, when we really focused on careers and not just having everybody get a four-year degree, um, I think it was much more relevant to the real world. Uh, we were preparing students to be employees mm -hmm. and find out what opportunities are out there, whether it's going to a community college or going into the military, whatever. But then that focus right. kind of got really hazy there for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know that it's back yet. Um, not everybody's cut out for four years of academics or six years, whatever you're going to go into. Yeah. Uh, we need people <laughs> who are electricians and plumbers and HVAC people and yep. they don't need a four-year degree. No. So and They do um, very well also. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they, do, they do very um, well. Because you can run your own business and learning how to do that is so important. Mm -hmm. Again, I and I when I substitute even, I see kids struggling with like classes with like uh, Algebra 2. Mm -hmm. Did you ever use Algebra 2? In the real world area, I, I I actually have. Have you in marketing? Yeah, when you when you start to dive a little bit more into financial models of uh -huh. of advertising. Okay. So return on ad spend uh -huh. and diminishing marginal returns on the next dollar spent. Mm -hmm. um, even geometry when mm -hmm. you're figuring out the radius mm -hmm. of a targeted digital ad and then how many dollars per square mile mm -hmm. within that circle you mm -hmm. have. It does happen, but it's very limited. It's not like this whole general whatever, but it's a very, like, this is the one equation you'll use. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> this right. is the one thing you'll use. Right. So as far as it, like, generally, mm -hmm. not really, but we do use it mm -hmm. um, occasionally. But that's only if you're, like, really nerdy. Most most marketers don't. Josh and I right. really look at the right. financial aspect of it. Right. And that plays a big role, but otherwise, no, not really. And so you just gave great um examples do you really need a whole year or a semester i don't even know how much it is of algebra 2 or trigonometry uh as a requirement for graduation I don't think I've ever use trig or <laughs> would it be better if you took a whole year of personal finance that would be perfect i was lucky enough to teach personal finance i've had a lot of students tell me that that was one of the best classes because it, was, yeah. it really related but another we class have an would elephant be like upstairs. In, investment would be great. Class on investments. Um, just how uh, an, an economics class, I hate to say this, but that should probably be taught in the business department rather than the Yeah, why social do they put department? it in the social studies department? I don't know because... What is going on there? I, Even at it, UNC. University at of UNC Colorado. it was? When economics, I took economics, it was in it business. Is in, it is in the social sciences See, that doesn't department. make any sense to me. So those are some changes, I think. It uses would... mostly math to yes. figure it out. It's more of a finance yes. sort of But if topic. you're opening a new business, or you're maybe even in the, even in the accounting department at a business or whatever, yeah. you, you know, need to know about the business side, but you also need to know about the economic side mm -hmm. of the decisions you're making. And exactly. so that, to me, is a business. Business, exactly. Um, I think it should be, because it like when I took it, it very closely aligns with finance mm -hmm. and it does. and marketing behavior. Right, exactly. It's it's not really like psychology or sociology. No. That, no. Or it was also in the anthropology yes. wing. Crazy. Okay, so we agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, as students are 
figuring this stuff out mm -hmm. in the classroom and we know that there's this discrepancy between, mm -hmm. you know, students don't come out knowing anything about debt right. or, uh, or how to credit get out of it. or how to get out of it, <laughs> only how to get in it. They're yes. re we're really good at doing yes. that. Um, they don't know anything about insurance. Mm -hmm. They don't know anything about how to file their taxes or how right. to find people to file their taxes. Mm -hmm. They don't know anything about building credit. They don't know anything like amortization schedules. Mm -hmm. I was talking to um, a mathematician here in town mm -hmm. that I know. His name's Dr. Sean Madden. Mm -hmm. And he said that, you know, he has had a few properties and he's bought and sold and done other things. And he said that not once ever has the amortization schedule been correct that That's the right. real estate agent has given him. Mm -hmm. They did it wrong every time. Mm -hmm. And if he would have signed off on it, he would have signed on an incorrect amortization schedule that he, and he never came out ahead on their mistake. Right. He, he was always not doing well. So he knew how to look at that and say, this is wrong. You didn't do this right. Mm -hmm. You need to redo it before I sign. And here's mm -hmm. how you do it. So there's a lot of little things that I think students can save themselves if they only knew how to do that. For example, I reconcile my bank account mm -hmm. every Friday. Mm -hmm. Every Friday I go through my checking, my savings, oh, and I reconcile all of it. I would say maybe once every two months, mm -hmm. I find an error, mm -hmm. a bank right. error that where we think, oh, technology should all just be correct. Yeah. But um, they'll charge an interest fee mm -hmm. for no reason. They'll, uh, you know, I'll have a purchase and the balance in my bank account before minus the purchase doesn't equal the balance in my bank account now because they did, they claimed a ra uh, rounding error mm -hmm. of $50. I don't know how you round <laughs> <laughs> that incorrectly. Yes, yes. But these are things that students should be mm -hmm. looking out for. Mm -hmm. I was recently charged um, for several months on a savings account that I wasn't using at a credit union. Mm. And I, savings account, I wasn't needing it, it wasn't, you know, having any activity and they started charging me five dollars a month for inactivity on a savings account wow i had never heard of such a thing for inactivity but inactivity and it, this was a in this was part of why i kind of like paper and tech you yeah know, yeah digital because if i get a paper statement in the mail i would have noticed that right away right but because i don't and i don't right. go online every yep. month to look at this particular account that i rarely use uh, I didn't really know what was happening until $40 wow. was gone. So, yeah, just like that, $40. Were you able to get that back? No. Mm -mm. Oh. No. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that sucks. It does. Oh, my god. But those are things that happen if you don't stay on top of wow. things. Wow. Yeah. So students are trying to fill these gaps mm -hmm. sort of themselves. Mm -hmm. There is luckily one thing mm -hmm. that potentially could fill the gap for these students, and that's potentially extracurriculars. Mm -hmm. So, what I mean, what do you think... Is I was in DECA. That's how that's how our relationship got so strong. Right. Um, give us your opinion on extracurriculars. What are some of the ones that students should be looking out for? Should they be doing them? How many should they be involved in? Well, that's a great question. I think um, I'm, I'm, my brain is taking me to sports right away because I love sports. I was in cross country. And we had a great sports marketing class. I, I just love that. And yeah. um, yes, and. Um, <laughs> Fast. In fact, we ran Fast. one time. Well, you ran. I walked in around the Broadmoor. We went. Mm, yes. You had a, had a, up the mountain so, in yes, the back. Yes. You yep. had a race Cheyenne Mountain. Up. I did. And uh, anyway, 
where was I going with that? Sports? Sports are great. <laughs> Extracurricular. <laughs> but they do focus more in high school of saying, you know, you need to pick one sport and really focus on that one sport and become better at it rather than being diversified in like four or five different sports where maybe you don't do so well in any of them. Right. And the same kind of thing would be like with clubs is rather than just going out for like four or five different clubs and just going to these meetings but not really making any any real um, commitment yeah or focus i'm not sure is as good as if you maybe picked well i'm going to just say deca and that you really went for everything you could possibly get out of the organization like you did with with being a state officer yep you can actually be a national officer same thing with like ffa uh they have great programs where you learn more than just about marketing you learn about leadership and professionalism um just so many skills because you really got involved in that one particular program whether it's you know Key Club, I think, is great. They do a lot of volunteerism. Um, just don't spread yourself too thin and, and uh, yeah. go out for too many things, but really the depth is what's so important. And there's collegiate DECA as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there I is forgot about DECA. that. Yes. So there, there are extracurriculars in college as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, you know, I was lucky to be part of some great programs in high mm-hmm. school and college. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being DECA, mm-hmm. and that that was a great experience. I got to go to the international conference mm-hmm. as a finalist, right. as, mm-hmm. and then I also got to go as a state officer, mm-hmm. and that was a very very great time. And actually, you get the networking is amazing as well. Mm-hmm. One of my judges for apparel accessories marketing in Utah was George Zimmer, the former oh, CEO right. of Men's Warehouse. I forgot about So the that. guy on the commercials mm-hmm. who used to say, you're going to like the way you look, <laughs> I guarantee it. He was my judge for one of my mm-hmm. role-playing mm-hmm. sections. I'd forgotten that. That was cool. Yeah, he was, mm-hmm. he was pretty awesome. And as students are going through school, mm-hmm. what do you think is the number one thing that they can do, or maybe a handful of things, mm-hmm. that will set them up for success later in life? And this is both, you know, this could be high school and college. Well, I'll go back to what I said earlier about the relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, don't just go in your class, put your books down, and partially listen. Maybe you've got an earbud in one ear and you're listening to something, you know, music or something. Really get involved. And maybe Erin was really great at this, staying after class or coming back in during lunch or after school. Um, yeah, like when we that. just really developed relationships, and I had some great professors in college that um, I would go in and talk to them during their um, plan time. Mm, and office hours. and Yes, yeah. and you really, that's where you really learn things, I think, because they can do a one-on-one what you specifically yes. need. But then when you are getting ready to graduate and you're looking for letters of recommendation, uh, or a name to put on a resume or whatnot for a reference, those are your go-to people. So you're looking at coaches, club sponsors, counselors, teachers, principals, if you got involved enough. Uh, use yeah. all those people. That's what they're there for. Um, I One of my highlights was writing letters of recommendation for students to help them win scholarship money. Mm. Um, yep. I, I love that I'm able to get kids, you know, maybe a full ride or a half ride to through through college if that, you know that's what they wanted. Actually, she helped me. I, I was one of the recipients of the Dean's scholarship mm-hmm. at Montfort College of Business, mm-hmm. which was full tuition. 
mm-hmm. from right. from the university, and she was uh, one of the letter of recommendation mm-hmm. authors mm-hmm. on my behalf. It's a lot easier to write those letters if you know the student. It, you know, I'm just the saying. The student was in my class. Relationships is, yeah. They sat somewhere. Right, right. <laughs> they, they were right. an okay student. Right. But if you can give some uh, personal stories or reflections of the of the student because you know them right it makes it so much better um for them to make those decisions uh for your students but so relationships oh going back to number one and that's just kind of building your brand but also you know joining the clubs we talked about volunteering uh one thing that a lot of people don't necessarily think about you know we've got the act or the sat your junior year of high school yeah um i recommend that you take that much earlier than your junior year. I would suggest taking it your freshman year, maybe at the end of your freshman year, you've actually had that Algebra 1 class uh, and passed it with flying colors. Uh, If you take the ACT earlier, for one, you get to know what the test tests, right? Right. You don't have any, oh, I've got to have this for college. You don't have any of that stress. So you're just trying to find out what your strengths and weaknesses are, mm. and it'll tell you. It'll come back and say, well, your English um, reading level is here, and your writing is here, but oh gosh, your math is down here, and your science is here. Yep. So you can take classes then to beef up whichever one is lower. That's a great idea. So that by the time you're a junior, and you really need the score, your skills and abilities are a lot higher. You're not so stressed wow. out because you've already had the test. Well, you know what happened to me when I took the ACT. No. So remind um, me. I so I was in AP calculus mm-hmm. wow. by the time I was supposed to start mm-hmm. getting ready for these tests. I forgot how the hell algebra works. <laughs> All right. right, because I hadn't worked on algebra for three semesters. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't remember any of the algebra. Like simple arithmetic just didn't make sense to me anymore because I was in such a, this like mm-hmm. high-flung math area. Mm-hmm. I could barely remember how to add and subtract. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that that was it one of the happens. moments when I went, oh my gosh. And, and the ACT and the SAT, they don't test calculus. Calculus no, is no. not one of the subjects. It goes up to algebra too. Right, yes. And so I was kind of screwed a little bit on that because mm-hmm. I had gone all the way up and then I was in this really high-flung, highfalutin mm-hmm. calculus, um, which by the way, advanced calculus, AP calculus, I don't think I've ever used anything that far. Uh, I did use some calculus, but not the crazy advanced stuff where they, st- I had a question on my calculus <laughs> test that said, there's a pile of leaves Uh-oh. in a garden uh-huh. and this pile of leaves is decaying at a rate of whatever. Okay, oh boy. and then Bill, the the yard owner, rakes up some more leaves, and a week later, he pours another bag of leaves on top, and that bag of leaves is decaying at the same rate, but it's now a week later. At what point is the half-life of the total pile of oh leaves? Oh my gosh. Who who the hell's gonna care about a <laughs> pile of leaves decaying? That yes. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. You just need to get them in the bag and get them out of there. Yeah, right. Yes. I think I drew a draft <laughs> on that on that answer. I I just yeah that that was the AP uh, yes. calculus test. Yes. one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I just I said so I got a one. Oh, which is the worst oh. you can get. Yes. Um, but you know what? It didn't really affect me at all no. <laughs> later in life no <laughs> so 
Yeah. But getting into the right school or a program that you really want to be in, that can be important to get that. So I would suggest right. taking that more than once. Another uh, easy thing, this is a really easy one that you can do, is to get a notebook. Um, put in, um, what are they, the sheet protectors, right? Mm, yeah. And every time you get a certificate, whether it's for great attendance or a participation award for yeah. band or, you know, choir, put your choir program in there, whatever. Um, your report cards, copies of report cards. That way, when you're filling out your college um, application or you're doing your resume, you can go to that notebook and ha it has all the dates yeah. and all the right titles of everything that you ever accomplished yeah. in your high school years. Don't do middle school or whatever. Same thing in college. You can do the same thing. Uh, wow. Any kind of awards, achievements, it's all there, all the day. You don't have to be like, Mom, where is such and such? Right. I don't know. It's in that box somewhere. And it makes it really hard. So, And this all sort notebook. of distills down into one thing, which is personal branding. I, I wrote that in my it's notes. It's right there. Build your brand. Build your brand. <laughs> and personal branding is marketing. Yes. Everything <laughs> yeah. comes back to marketing. Right. Exactly. Uh, do I have time to tell you a couple more? Tell us a couple okay. more. Yeah, of course. Uh, read about or watch TED Talks. Read a book. Uh, about leaders in your field of interest. Read a book. Um, I'm reading a great book right okay. now by Philip Anschutz, okay. who is the owner of the Broadmoor. Right. Mm -hmm. And Philip Anschutz is one of the most prolific modern day business people in mm -hmm. Colorado. Mm -hmm. And he wrote two books. Um, the first one, volume one, is the one I'm on called Out Where the West Begins. Mm -hmm. And it profiles 50 business people from the 1800s to 1920s who built the businesses of the West and the economy of the West. So it goes over railroads, mining, communications, mm -hmm. entertainment, everybody. So from Buffalo Bill Cody to Guggenheim mm -hmm. to, wow. I mean, the whole, the whole nice. slew of people. And it is so fascinating it is. Mm -hmm. to see how they lived their lives and how they built what they built. And, and it really illuminates history and where we're at now and things that you know I could be doing other people could be doing mm -hmm. to just get a little bit more astute at their mm -hmm. at their craft. It also teaches you a little bit about risk taking which is Every, really part right. of business okay. and marketing. They throw all their money on one right, thing. Right, they, they do. It's right it. Yeah. And you know a lot of people think oh it was so easy for them. It wasn't easy for them. They had to make decisions and use their own money their own sweat and tears and all of that yeah. gave up a lot, sacrificed a lot. And in order to build these great businesses uh, and hire lots and lots of people, but boy, it all goes back to risk taking and, yeah. and those decisions that are being made. So read, uh, research, watch videos, uh, learn. Yes, absolutely. Um, another one that I don't think you know about or remember, Aaron, is the ASFAB test. Do you remember? I, I remember it being um, a Slightly thing. talked about? Yeah. I highly recommend taking. Uh, I don't think I ever taking, And I think you can do that in college as well. Okay. And so the ASFAB, I had to write it down because I can't remember what it stood for, was the Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery. Sounds like a government term, right? So again, it it's typically a free test in, in high school. Uh, it'll tell you 
where you would score if you went into the military. Okay, so it might tell mm. you, uh, and it'll there's things that you, on websites that'll show you that if you score this particular score, that the Army will do this and the Marines will do this. So I actually told my sophomore class uh, in a, that they should sign up, take yeah. the ASVAB. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, again, it's that strength and weakness thing, and uh, kind of doing a SWOT analysis of yourself. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's not a well-known test, but again, why not take it? It's free. You right. know. And uh, I actually have some amazing students, sophomores, who took it. One gal took it more than once because she just really wanted to see what she was made of. And that little gal, and I could say little because she was probably the shortest, smallest, petite little gal I had in my <laughs> classes. She actually became uh, a Marine, wow. if you can believe it. And she drove a Humvee in Afghanistan. And because she was in the military, that they actually have paid for her schooling, so yeah. for her college. Uh, another gentleman uh, took that ASVAB test. Uh, he was also in DECA. Uh, nice. He became a Navy pilot. And That's is still cool. in the Navy. Another gal who I just hooked up with recently on Facebook, she um, is in intelligence uh, for the Defense Department. Wow. Um, I actually, a Secret Service person came out and interviewed me for her secret clearance years Ooh. ago. That was really interesting. Fancy. She lives and works in Hawaii. So that's a really a tough gig, huh? That's but, terrible. But... Again, she was she was one of my marketing students, and let's see, I think I wrote down one more. Oh yes, another student that I had to do a secret clearance on wanted to be a chef, and he took the ASFAB and decided he wanted to be a chef in the military. Oh and wow! And so he wanted to be a chef on a submarine, and in order to be on a submarine, you have That's to tough. have a secret clearance. Yep. So they again came out and interviewed me, and because I had these relationships with kids. Yeah. I was able to answer most of their questions um, that they they asked me. Um, lastly, this I is would important. suggest this is important. Take classes um, at the community college. They are a lot cheaper. You could take them at night when you're in high school. Um, you can mix them in with your courses if you're at a four-year university. Um, when I was first out of high school, I took classes at the community college in entrepreneurship, and I loved it. Because right. they're usually taught by somebody from the industry. Uh, you learn of, of, you also meet a lot of people. Uh, again, that networking is very important. And oftentimes in high school, some of those courses can be used for dual credit in high school. Right. So be sure and talk to your counselor about that. That's really important. Wow. That's a lot of information for anybody who is young, high school. <laughs> college and trying to figure out how to you know yeah. build the bridge how do you yes. get from where you're at mm -hmm. in this academic bubble mm -hmm. into the real world that is less of a bubble <laughs> right and, and building that bridge and we are so thankful that you've come on the show and given us this amazing advice can i give you one more we got one more one more piece digital this is digital very stuff. important digital digital marketing social media social media all right please clean up your social media accounts. Don't yes. have pictures of your latest party where you're hanging out. Think about that what your employer, your professors are able to see about you personally and yeah. your social media sites. 
Yep. Think about the names you're using in that. You know, your emails need to be professional. Even um, even if you have everything set to private, mm -hmm. there is still a chance that Google will right. index these images and an employer can exactly. find them online. Yep. It, it doesn't matter how tight your security is mm -hmm. on your accounts. These pictures are always findable and always shareable. And we've seen that on TV with political campaigns. Political they go campaigns. Back 10 years and yep. say, you did this 10 years ago. So just be careful. Big business people, entertainers, mm -hmm. that's happened yes. to. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Well, Miss Christensen, Sherry, thank you so much. <laughs> Oh, you're we, welcome we so just, much. We love this so much. And thank you to everybody thank who's you. been watching the show, to my family who has helped you know, with a lot of this, to Bike Shop Agency, our producers, to Josh French, our technical producer, mm -hmm. Phil Van Drunen, uh, Alyssa Youngvall, my wife, who's also helped to do a lot of this stuff, Sheridan Youngvall, her sister, who is also now doing a lot of the graphics for this show. Thank you to everyone who has made Marketing Tip Tea Time into what it is today. Remember, you can watch and you can listen after the show has been aired live. You can go back on YouTube, back on Facebook, or you can find us on any of your favorite podcasting sites and listen to us on that ride to you know, wherever you're going for work in the morning. Please, please, please like, share, subscribe, comment. And until next time, thank you everyone. Cheers. Nostravi. Thank you so much. Of course. My pleasure.